everybody wants to be successful, and yet we all have different ideas of what that is. Finding success is the journey we embark upon to go and get what's ours. We are willing to travel down within to find our greatness buried deep inside of us. Questioning society's views and flipping the script, putting our own stamp on life. We're here because our future is within our control. Finding success is how we grab hold of what is possible. The relentless pursuit of success starts here. We're finding success and we're here to help break that monotony of your life and help you find your version of success. Welcome to another episode of the Finding Success Podcast with me, Alex. And me, Adam. It's episode 19. What's this one going to be about, Adam? Get on to it. Today we're going to talk about something um, that I think a lot of people struggle with um, and being happy with yourself. I think being happy with yourself is, if not the hardest thing to start off with in life. I think a lot of people struggle with being happy just for themselves. And a lot of people get into debt. We, we posted the recent um, image on our Insta. If you haven't already, please go and follow it at underscore finding success underscore great little post. Um, and the post is, so I think, something that people fall into a trap very often. And it's it's wasting income to look good about themselves. And, you know, people waste income to make themselves feel happy. and But in the long run, you, you're making two mistakes, aren't you? What you're doing, you you lose an income and you buying stuff that no one really cares about. Buying buying material things that you make you happy for the small, very small period of time that when you bought them, you got that high from that that purchase, and then you, you and it's not something you actually truly want. Something no. that you're trying to impress people that either you don't like or don't know. So is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then then you know by two days down the road where your trainers has got dirty or you've you've spilt some red wine on your coat or something and you've gone, oh, well, I've just ruined that coat. It's cost me 800 quid. And now I've made myself even more upset because I looked at my bank account and I spent that money and now what can I do? Yes. Yeah, money, money's, it's very tight. It's close-knit to being happy, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, for me, yeah. Yeah, it is. I think some people are different. Um, In this day and age. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, completely agree. But yeah, being, being happy yourself is, is such a hard thing to, to grasp it overall i think it's one of the hardest things on on someone's journey to success to graft because learning stuff you know there's so many books out there and so many courses and so on and so forth that you can just read and your success is there you know it's in if you're happy with what you're doing it becomes easy being happy with yourself in personal life um you know from your day-to-day life is something a lot of people struggle with um and we, we both know that from family or friends or anything you know we come across people every day in everyone's life so that aren't happy with themselves and even though on the outside they may look happy they may seem to be smiling and having a good time on the inside only that person really knows how they truly feel and if they're in sort of a bad you know dead-end job that they're not really enjoying or they've got some family problems at home even though they're trying to make themselves feel happy and look happy it doesn't mean that they are do you think people are in general, unhappier these days or happier than, than back in the past, say 20 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago? 40 years ago, I would say people were a lot happier. Mm-hmm. And I think one reason is this. Was, people who can't see, I'm holding my phone. Out. Yeah. Things like the internet have brought amazing opportunities to people in our lives, in our day and age. You know, The internet has increased everyone's life. Yeah, and the fact of you know, the knowledge that you can earn and, and learn and, and whatever you can do on the internet is amazing. 
But at the same time, things like that didn't exist and friends and family were more important. Yes. And even though if you were a, a, a straight up entrepreneur and businessman and, and creator and inventor, business still worked back in those days without the internet. And it worked quite well. Well, very well, yeah. yeah. You know, people like Andrew Carnage, the steel guy. Um, Harrison Ford, not Harrison Ford, what's his name? Tom. Is it Tom Ford? I can't remember his name. The other guy. Mr. Ford. Yeah. Um, uh, JP Morgan. Look at the might that he was. Exactly. And you, then you've got all these sort of tech companies that come into it, you know, the Steve Jobs. That 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 is when things started to change. Even though they were releasing laptops and stuff like that, you know, it wasn't internet wasn't really around, but they were still changing people's lives in regards to you know you can write it now on a laptop and you can print it out on a, on a laptop or and get a message somewhere else in the world within an hour yeah. instead of three days or four days it would take. I think that's where I think that's where a lot of people's lives changed. Yeah, because you then the world changed. Yeah, like massively. Mm. Not to say people can't be happy today. Obviously, you know, yeah. it's just I think it's a lot harder to be happy with internet. Yeah, so I so I don't blame the internet personally. I think the internet's an amazing tool, but I would I would actually blame our way of thinking. Our we're always comparing ourselves. It's the comparison. What's what's the saying? The comparison's a theft of joy or something like that. Yeah. Because we're always on these phones looking at other people's lives that are doing better. You know, no one ever follows your average Joe, do they? You always want to follow the supermodels or the, the athletes, the the successful people, the Cristiano yeah. Ronaldos. And you see their life, or maybe you're not comparing it to them, but you're comparing it to the people you follow and the people you're looking at every day. And maybe that's just stealing that little bit of, you may not feel it at the time, but every time you scroll, look at a photo, you're doing it in your head, you're comparing yourself to somebody. And I think that's what takes away a lot of the joy of from everybody these days. That's where we're all losing our... Our joy, our happiness. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think Matt, uh, you know, we've said this before, and I've, I've, I've hit it home quite hard. Social media is such a, a curse, as well as a help. Mm. You know, it, there's, there's two sides of social media, and your average Joe, she said, will look at the Kim Kardashians, the Chris Aronados, the, the whoever, Elon Musk, whatever, who mm. you know, granted, he's, he's changed his overall way of posting and so on and so forth but take the you know the Chris Ronaldo for instance of posting the massive house the car the girlfriend the kids you know the perfect life you know the white picket fence the cats the dogs the minivan the whole he's got everything that you can ever want in life yeah. and that's what people look and scroll for every single day and it become they kind of expect it to happen to them and it's yeah I think it was Neymar posted a little while ago um, I think you saw it Stab. it was just him looking in his garden looking at his house you just happen to have his helicopter in the garden at the yeah. same time. It's just like, I expect my helicopter to be there in the morning. <laughs> I wish I had room in the, heli- in the garden for a helicopter. Um, so following on from that, I think it's also the noise from the world. It's so, because everything is so instant, we're so focused on this. It's so noisy, constantly going off. Like, you're, how many notifications do you get a day? Oh, mate. That would be a cool thing to monitor. How many yeah. we get a day? I bet you... Maybe there's not a correlation between the amount you get and how happy you are, but I bet you could if you removed certain amount of notifications. Maybe we should do this test. We should count the amount of notifications we get one week, and then next week, like start removing them. You know, you can turn off notifications. Maybe yeah. turn them off, and just see if it if we feel any different. Probably won't. But that's one of the reasons why turning your screen time off 
uh, limiting your screen time on, on your on overall apps. maps is is an amazing thing because yeah. you limit yourself to a day day to day usage. Yes, and ugh, I don't know about everyone else, but me, I find myself a hundred times more productive when I get told I'm locked. Yeah, same. Out of an app, same. I have to, I can't sit down and do nothing. I have to go and go. Right, I've got to get stuff done. I've got to do the washing. I've got to do work. I've got to grind. I've got to work on podcasts. I've got to make content. I've got to do trading. I've got to do investing. You know, you've got all these other things that you can do in your background. But if this bloody phone's in front of you, you go, oh, just another 10 minutes. And it, yeah, isn't it? when is it 10 minutes? It's not Because like, it? it zooms, but you lose the sense of time. Yeah. But 100%, the same for me. When it comes up, it's actually more of an alert. It works as an alarm. I've done nothing. I've lost an hour today. Like, Yeah, exactly. Just doing wow. nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, damn, this is... Go and do something. Yeah. Go and do something. You have to. Yeah, I think it's really good. But yeah, we'll do that as a test, actually. That's a good, Just idea, very see, good idea. Yeah, maybe we won't see, we won't feel any different, but we might have focused on something else. Like, say over Christmas, personally, I don't look at my phone that much just because you're with your family so much. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because you're absorbing that time. So maybe even just, maybe if we do that just around our day-to-day lives, yeah. families, you know, might you might just notice you give them a bit more time, give them a bit more energy friends family you know everything's going to change isn't it? even colleagues in a way. yeah yeah exactly exactly all right um so uh, the question i want to ask you oh. knowing and having your self-worth how mm. often sort of do you think about your self-worth and you know how often does it come back onto your life and go hey, you know am, am i worth people's time am i worth doing this podcast am i worth talking to someone and trying to help them out you know do you sort of recognize that quite often or no i try not to think about that in not when i'm am i worthy of talking to someone or something i don't i don't think of it like that um i sometimes think i'm i'm worth more than what i'm doing so it's sort of i use it as a kick up to say i'm on instagram and that, that alarm goes off saying oh you're locked out of this app now i'm like come on you're you're better than this you do need to, if you if you want to be better than this, you need to crack on. So I think I know I notice myself underperforming. Like, is that the word? I, th- not, I don't think of it that much. No, no, not self worth. Yeah, maybe I should. I don't know. It's because of the industry we work in. We don't really get a chance. I, th- I thought about this the other day and. Uh... It's funny for me, especially. Uh, I'll give an example. So yeah. the other day, um, I had to go out during work hours to pick something up, and then someone was like, "Oh, do you just want to go to, I don't know, Harry Bow and get some sweets for me?" Is that's, that's a joke for instance. Mm. I don't work Harry Bow. I wish I did. But it was like, yeah, yeah, no worries. Uh, have you got a company van? What? Have you got the van and the keys, please? You just take your own car. It's only like five miles down the road. I was like, no. I'm not taking my own car. I want company van and keys. So why do you want that? Well, I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it for you. Mm. I'm currently working. I'm not using my fuel that I've worked for to spend back into the company. I'm not doing that. Well, go on. Just It's only five miles. No, I'm not going. Get someone else to do that because <clears> I'm not doing that. And I know that's, that's not really self-worth, but that's knowing yourself in your own money and in respecting your own money in my personal point of view. I, yeah, I see where you're coming from now. That's... So- I, I do then in a way because I make sure I take my lunch times and I make sure I leave on time. Exactly, yeah. So my time is my time. Yeah. I don't want them robbing me of like taking the mix. So yeah, yeah I suppose in that way, yeah, I do. 
Me and me and Slab spoke about this the other the other podcast we've done as well. But what about helping people out? If all right, if a friend's uh, foot's fallen off and he needs to go and find it for him, would you go and find it for him? Does he have a rough idea where it was? Yeah. Uh, yeah, if his foot's fallen off, I'll go and help him. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 yeah, I'd like him to have his foot again. How, how close are we? <laughs> No, in, 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 like, okay, so for it, that, was, that was a bit of a bad example. But <laughs> <laughs> for instance, like say if your friend um, needs some cash. Yeah. Would you have them out? Probably not. Okay. Lending money's can get smelly, can't it? You can indeed, especially with a friend. Yeah. Uh, it's only 20 quid. Pay me back tomorrow. Well, I get paid tomorrow. I'll pay you back tomorrow. I'll pay you back tomorrow. Yeah, no worries, mate. They never pay you back tomorrow. No, you will never. And even if you, if you, even if your bestest friend, yeah, nine times out of ten, they will not pay you back tomorrow. Yeah. I would say I'd argue anything under hundred quid, you wouldn't get back. Yeah, yeah. Because you just oh, it'll come back around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you think it does come back around? No, because I forget. Yeah. I live with four lads. Yeah. Well, to be fair, it's slightly different living with the four lads because it does tend not pound for pound, but you sort of do. Share and share, it evens itself out. Event, yeah, yeah, yeah. And only because we've been together for so like two years plus that we've been living together. But for guys who work like Slab, won't give you a pound, mate. Sorry, I wouldn't. No, <laughs> joking. Um, two pounds. <laughs> um, it just doesn't come back around for anyone else. Yeah, I'm sure it's the same with you and your your missus. Yeah, yeah, exactly you, the same. Yeah, yeah. Same. What about time? Time, that's expensive. That is expensive. Because borrowing 20 quid is one thing. Borrowing four hours of someone's life is another thing. Very much so. From my personal point of view. Very much so. Uh, that would, again, it would depend on what the situation was. Uh, um, we came back from a race weekend and two really good mates from back home wanted, they were available at the same time. It's very rare this happens. The stars align when we're all free at the same time. Um, so I did take advantage and you now they came around and we had a good time. Um but if they were to, if they were to say, "Oh, let's do it again next weekend and the weekend after and the weekend after," that's when it's got to stop. Yeah, okay. Because we've had we've had the good time there, mega. It was awesome, but now it's time to crack on again. Yeah, and I got my stuff I need to do, and that sounds harsh, but I was in the same boat last week. Yeah, because my friends, uh, my friends having a kid, and uh, he's like, right, the girls are in like a baby shower. All of my mates, I you know the really close mates that we got, we went to the pub that we were having like a baby shower in and we just had a few beers and a meal and just sort of chatted out and just chilled and nice. spoke to each other. Yeah. But Sunday comes around, oh boys, what are you doing? Do you want to fancy going for a bike ride? Oh, I've got work to do. You know, I've lost one day yeah. and I really appreciate, you know, that we've gone out for a meal and it's really nice to see everyone again. Even though you're my best friends, I can't miss another day. I need to get my life back on track because I go away now so I'm kind of losing time here. Yeah. So they, under- they understand that, which is good. That's awesome, yeah. Because um, the one thing you need to to be successful, well, I know, is, I know you need a lot, but it's two things is is discipline and consistency. Yeah. And when you drop the consistency, you drop quite a lot of other things. 100%. So it's good to every now and then to go see the boys have a great time. You know, I love doing it as well. And I, I appreciate it more when I when it does happen now. Yeah. Like, I really do. Um, It's mega. But then you also appreciate just keeping that routine going. Yeah. That's like a big thing for me. And that that routine, in turn, when I'm nailing everything, like if I have a really good week, nail my routine, I feel wicked. Yeah, like that is happiness. 
I know it sounds really sad that a routine makes you happy, but genuinely, I don't know if it's hormones or what, but it just you feel good about yourself. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it doesn't matter. You, and less stuff, less external noises affect me, like what what the latest gossip is or what people are doing at work, what happens to me at work, what work I've been given. It it phases me less. It just goes straight over my head and I'm cracking on again. So the consistency to the routine keeps me happy. Yeah, good. I like, I like, I like that. That's very good. All right. But now, well, now we're on a high. I'm going to keep it on a high. What's the few ways that you like, things that you like to do to make yourself feel happy on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month basis? This is, this is a PG podcast. This is PG, yeah. Oh, okay. a, few th- <laughs> a few things to keep me happy. Oh, that's tough. So, huh. like you just said, habits is one of them. Your habits day-to-day, is one. Your day-to-day and your routine, that's another one. Nailing the routine always makes me happy. Nailing a big chunk of work, say whether it's podcast, whether it's something to do with the portfolio, you know, building a business, nailing that, I always feel great. The gym, I you know, I, go, I do CrossFit and I absolutely love that. If I nail a good workout or have a good class that day, I feel mega. Yeah, so that's, that's it again, that's part of the routine, that's daily, but it's just another boost of endorphins. Yeah. Um, I have a little, this can sound really pathetic, like a little kid, but I have a, a little treat of the weekends, crumpets with peanut butter on, you know, the Skippy. Yeah, yeah, the Skippy, you go Skippy. Treat myself Smooth. for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh my goodness. Um, That's a little treat. And it just, it's just like a morning, it's a reward at the end of the week, you know, that keeps me happy. What about you? Uh, I'm pretty similar. Um, Like I said, routines is, is always good. Um, and smashing goals, Obviously. smashing goals is just yeah. like, yeah. Uh, another one working out. Yes, day to day, um, I find a struggle working out. But as soon as I've got free time, I will do what I can to get work out. And whether that's a fifteen minute, you know, go in the garden, skipping a bit of a bit of a circle, or you know, whether that's at the gym with with the mat or whatever, um, I just love working out. And I tell you what, I also love making people laugh. Yeah, nice. That makes me feel happy. So when people are laughing, it makes me happy as well. And if if I can take the mick out of myself, because I love doing that, because it's the top person I am, that makes me happy as well. And see them happier, that make that makes me even more happy. That's yeah. another thing I like doing. Only to certain people I like that, obviously. <laughs> you don't make that um, sure. <laughs> uh, doing what's harm a priority priority list as well. Uh, you know, whether it's you know your day to day tasks, you you work. Ticking in boxes. Exactly. Another one is actually meditation I found recently. Yeah, that one over my head. Go on. Um, I don't tend to do the standard um, meditation that like everyone sort of, <laughs> you picture as meditation. <laughs> it's quite funny, right? Because I was watching this program the other day. Um, do apologize for me if I do offend. There's this guy who was um, hugging a tree and then yeah. he'd done something called laughter meditation. And it was quite funny because he just sat down and started laughing and everyone else started laughing. I'm like, well, that's my cover meditation, that is. Yeah. But um, it's just, it just I've, looked weird. I've seen, so we were in Amsterdam not too long ago and I went to Body's World. Um, fascinating place. I think there's some in London and all over the place, but I recommend going because you learn about the body. It's freaky. Like, it's incredible as well. I found it really fascinating. But I got into one room and it was about uh, laughter and like the lungs and, and so on and so forth, like about that part of the body. Um. And there was laughing yoga on, on the TV. And I just walk in the room 
And she has this, ha, 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 horrendous <laughs> laugh. And then more and more people did it. And it was just as I walked in the room, I got really self-conscious. I was like, oh, what? Was me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I watched it and they were just in a room. They weren't outside. They were in a, this hall and group of 12 of them or something laughing. And it, it just made you happier. Yeah. Watching them do laughing yoga. And you know, it's you could tell it was forced laughter at the beginning, but they were all genuinely having a laugh at the end of that little yeah, laugh. Yeah, exactly. I think it works. It's it's uh, there was something about it on in the museum about it's it's infectious. It will. Yeah, that's probably right. Yeah, transfer, yeah. transfer. And uh, I can't remember. I have, I have to do a bit more research. But I don't, I don't do that sort of meditation. But you know, just oh, sit. I wish I did now. That I'm going to start doing it. Should we start? Yeah, we could do a laughing Yoda podcast. Yoda, <laughs> yoga podcast. Yoda podcast. <laughs> but just just sitting there and just taking the time, uh, two, three, four, five, ten minutes or whatever. Uh, uh, even before a busy day or after a busy day and if you're feeling if you had a crap night's sleep or you're feeling stressed or anything like that just literally sit in there and just sort of clearing your head and just letting your mind wander is a massive mm. massive change in my, my my life I think personally and you know people can laugh if, if, if you do it and if you don't do it it's completely up to you it doesn't matter yeah. where you do it or you know you could do it before you go to sleep or you can do it when you wake up it's, it's completely up to you and it depends on how you feel mm. But I, I do it after I wake up, before okay. I get before yeah. I get starting to work, and okay. I just I think it just sets me up for a great move throughout the day. See, I do it at night before I go to sleep. Yeah, and I sleep like a king. Yeah. Right. Sometimes I have quite interesting dreams as well. Since I started meditating, don't know if that's anything to do with it, but possibly it could be because your mind is more relaxed, isn't yeah. it? So you just sort of letting your mind wander, and I suppose falling straight to sleep after you just meditated is probably one way that your mind is sort of relaxed and. Yeah. It, you probably get better night's sleep for it as well I think I do 100% and I wake up so much more fresh so much easier to get up in the morning yeah but so going back a little bit rewinding we're just talking about what does make us happy not one of us said like a big materialistic thing no or like they're very simple pleasures that are completely within our control yeah like it's just our actions which is quite interesting I think if you aren't happy at home with your life just start start taking action in some way. Do don't you don't need a lot of money to be happy. It's completely on. It's your responsibility to be happy. It is, yeah, to make right. you, to, yeah, to be to make yourself happy. Um, so maybe start looking towards that. Make find a way of um, creating a routine or a, a job list, priorities list, and just give yourself a tip. You might, yeah. might start making people happy. It's this argument though, is it? It's like um, money can't buy you happiness. Mm. And then you, there's, like, to me personally, money can buy happiness. I was going to say, have you ever seen anybody on jet ski unhappy? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But at the end of the day, the people who are spending money like that, buying a house, buying a, a Lambo, if it's one of their goals, buying a jet ski, buying a boat, mm. they're doing it because they're not trying to compete. They're doing it because they want it and they've worked hard for it. They're not getting into debt for it. You know, they've got the money in their bank account to go and buy it. So that's what they've done. Yeah. Whereas someone who buys materialistic clothes, uh, a flashy car that they have to pay monthly fees for when they go home to live in their small house with their mum, you know, things like the brands that people wear, you know, the, the nice Gucci shoes that everyone hypes over when you could buy a bunch of Stan Smith, Adidas things at half the price, three times less and look just as good. Yeah. But because it's got Gucci on the side of it, people will pay for it. You know, they they think, oh, you look so cool with those on. They're trying yeah. to impress people that yeah. they don't know, maybe don't even like. Yeah, and yeah. you don't need that. And I think that that is where the, the the sort of step is. Yes, money does buy happiness in my eyes, 
but at the same time, people with money are smart and they can buy their happiness in certain ways. They're almost rewarding themselves with those. With their hard work. Yeah. And you can guarantee the people who are buying the boats, the cars, the houses that have, have bought outright are the people who have had that in their plan from day one. Yes. On their vision, on their vision board. Yeah, they've not just got hankering for it on the sofa one night. And yeah, they haven't got an it. urge just to go and buy a boat. Yeah. It's been in their plan from day one because they've planned it out and laid their goals out and their vision board and their 10, 20 year goal mindset and, and so on and so forth. And it's, it's there. You know, that's what they want. Definitely. And I, I know mine is. So hopefully I might get a boat one day. <laughs> you? <laughs> I think that's quite a good place to end though. So thank you for coming back to another episode of Finding Success. If you haven't already, go back to episode one. Give it a listen. This is a great podcast and it tells you a great story from episode one so you will get the best out of it if you understand who we are. So go back to episode one. If you haven't already, follow us on Instagram at underscore finding success underscore. We also have a YouTube channel. If you have any questions, DM us or email us. Uh, The email is in the link in Instagram as well. But for now, guys, take care, have a good one and we'll leave you with a nice little message as we always do. Success is available for everybody. So why should you sell for less?